It's time for the Savvy Realtor Podcast. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Angie Cole, the owner and broker in charge of A. Cole Realty, serving you throughout the triangle, teaching you about the ins and outs when it comes to buying or selling a home. You can find the team online by going to acolerealty.com. That's A-C-O-L-E, realty.com, or by calling 919-578-3128. That's 919-578-3128. And now it's time for one of the top Realtors in the triangle, Angie Cole, and the Savvy Realtor Podcast. All right, we've got some listener questions to kick things off this week, Angie. Our first one comes to us from Smith. And Smith is in Wake Forest and says, in your opinion, what are some of the best neighborhoods or areas for local investors? Yeah, that's a great question. So, you know, I wouldn't say specifically neighborhoods, but as far as cities, anywhere you decide to purchase when you're an investor, make sure that you're near things that are happening, what's going on. So for example, maybe you purchase near a school. So it would be a great idea if you're looking for an investment to then rent out the property, you know, to get near like the colleges, NC State, you know, go over to, you know, Chapel Hill and go to UNC. Or I would say, get as close as you can more to kind of the downtown areas or the walkable areas. That's where you will find the most success when it comes to buying a property and either renting it or buying the property and then flipping it. Um, So I would say where you have the most like walkable traffic and there's actually like a walk rate. I'm not sure if you guys are aware of that, but many properties you'll see that there's like a walkable rate on it. And it tells you kind of, okay, based on the location, how feasible it is to pretty much not have a car and be able to get to, you know, nearby restaurants and shopping and whatnot. Um, And then just a quick reminder too, If you are an investor, you're looking to purchase and then rent. We do have a sister company called Turnkey Property Management, uh, where we manage properties. We do tenant placement, of course, all your books, just making it seamless and easy for you. Uh, We opened up earlier this year. I think it was around March to April, but we have well over like 50 doors already. Um, So we are super busy. And then our general manager, he has over 10 plus years of experience. Although a newer company, many, many, many years of experience. So we can definitely service you on both the you know, buy sale side. So as far as uh, residential side with a cool realty, and then on the flip side with property management with turnkey property management. Fantastic. And uh, yeah, if you want to talk to the turnkey property management folks, the number to call to get in touch is 919-589-1350. That's 919-589-1350. That's turnkey property management, new division of a Cole realties team and uh, Angie's, you know, great efforts on the, you know, kind of normal real estate world now translating very nicely into the property management realm as well. So again, 919-589-1350. If you want to talk a little bit more Smith uh, to the turnkey property management folks and answer some more questions about investing and uh, all those different parts of the process. Great question. Uh, We've got another one here from Terry. Terry is writing in from Cary and says, I feel really stuck right now. I'm worried my house won't sell fast or for as much as I need it to after missing the top of the market earlier this year. Yet I feel like on all the properties we're interested in moving to, none of them are good deals. Is it just in my head that the only houses with falling prices are the ones I'm not interested in and my favorite (laughs) ones are still too expensive? (laughs) You know, I I would say, you know, a lot of home buyers have a little bit of a misconception of the overall market. Although homes are sitting on the market longer and price corrections are being made, it is still a seller's market. 
And I can't say that as a buyer, you will go out there and you'll get this fabulous deal. Typically, we're seeing the people that are doing the price corrections are the ones that overprice the home in the beginning, not necessarily that there's like some major depreciation happening and, and you know, sellers are just doing anything and everything they can to get their home sold. So, you know, and I would assume, Terry, that goes the same for you, right? Like you're not going to list your home only for someone to get a steal on it, right? You want a fair price. Same thing goes when you are going to purchase a home. You need to make sure that you are aligning the home with the comparable homes in the neighborhood or the location to make sure that you're making kind of an honest and an offer that is aligning again with the comparables, not just trying to kind of steal the home. So yeah, another good, uh, I don't think that's what Terry wanted to hear, but (laughs) it's, it's still a strong Terry, even though things have slowed is still a strong market. We are still in a market that we're appreciating. You know, we're not seeing homes left and right going into foreclosure. Like we're still, we're not in that market. So we are still seeing appreciation. Um, Luckily there is more inventory to give you more choices, but don't expect to get a steal on a home. It's just not happening right now. Okay. Not not a lot of steals, deals at the moment. Um, Just, again, that leveling off a little bit. Hard to juxtapose sometimes the, like, major headlines you see of, you know, housing market crash. Things are way down. This is the worst since the, you know, since the 2008 crisis. But then kind of on the ground, things are happening more slowly than the headlines may lead you to believe. At least that's kind of been my read, Angie. Yeah, exactly. Well, and remember the headlines are nationwide, right? So other markets are definitely seeing some major effects and you know different changes that we are seeing so yeah don't always pay attention to the direct news speak with your local real estate professional which of course i'd love to chat with you further to really explain what we're looking at locally sarah says a hypothetical for you angie for months i was looking at homes as we're hoping to buy our next home within the next year pretty much all my favorite ones were hitting the seven hundred thousand dollar mark now I'm starting to see similar homes for around 650 to 675 zone. We're getting our ducks in a row to strike when the perfect home comes along, but I'm also thinking they'll come down in price more. Do you think we'll see those kinds of properties drop below 600? And what about 500? Am I dreaming? Yeah, I think, unfortunately, Sarah, I think you're dreaming. Um, You are right. With the higher price points, we are seeing them where they've come down a little bit. But remember, they also appreciated from where they were at a year and two years ago. So those sellers still saw major appreciation. Um, But now the ones that were at the 700 mark that you're loving, that you're now seeing some floating around 650 to 675, I don't foresee them going even down to six. So if you're holding on, just waiting for a major price correction, I would stop holding. I would go ahead and move forward on the home that really just fits your needs and that you fall in love with. I think that's a great way to look at it. And it's a good question, Sarah. Thanks for sending that one in to us as well. A lot of people in your same boat, kind of watching prices, wondering, thinking, how far are they going to drop? Um, but uh, yeah, there's, there are no guarantees in life and uh, certainly not in the real estate market as well. So if, if you see that perfect home out there, um, put some stock in that and move forward. Mary has our last question of the week. Mary is in Curry Beach and says, we're going to list our home for sale in a few weeks. Every year we have our house professionally decorated for Christmas, and it looks amazing. So I'm thinking it's an asset to have it decorated while listed. But I've also read before that you shouldn't have your house decorated, and you should remove religious symbols and that sort of thing. So what do you think we should do? 
Ooh, that's a toughie, Mary. Um, I would say you could go either one way or another. Um, and but I also I'm thinking about you as far as cost savings. Um, if your home looks just amazing during the holidays, go ahead and decorate it. But the only problem we would run into is if the home is not under contract after the holidays. We would strongly advise you need to take everything down, and then we would need to get new pictures um, because the home would just look to the buyer as if it's been sitting on the market for a while if you have outdated pictures because they're still showing holiday arrangements and decorations and it's after the holidays so it probably would be easiest for you to probably just skip over the decorating this year unfortunately um, but it's up to you so i'd say if you decorate it and it looks amazing I would say, just a reminder, we would need everything taken down and new pictures taken immediately after the holidays should the home not be sold. Mm, we, we do typically advise, just to let you know, we do typically advise, do not decorate. So whether it be Halloween, Christmas, whatever the holiday is, we ask that you just stay very kind of vanilla with things. Um, and, and just we want the buyer to be able to really see themselves in the home. And maybe your style and decorations wouldn't align with theirs anyways. Um, and so it's probably best not to decorate. Keep yeah, it simple. That, that's true. Although that there may be a difference between, hey, I'm throwing up all my inflatables in the front yard. Um, that's very true. On, on my own without Although we love inflatables, reason. guys. We're not knocking those. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I we, we have inflatables. Connie, Connie, <laughs> Connie loves them. Uh, so we'll, we'll throw them out there. And uh, I, I don't mind them most of the time. We, we had a really funny one for uh, Halloween this year, Angie. It was a little like, um, it was weird. It was a little skeleton with a pumpkin head, I guess. Um, yeah, but it, it looked like a little kid, so it was really small. So it looked like this little kid was always standing in our in our front yard. But then, whenever every night when I would turn it off, it was just so funny because he would just slowly deflate and fall backwards in slow motion. It just looked like a little kid was just like passing out. In, in that is funny. That is great. That I is could great. Not you need to pick it up just up. to yeah, just to get a good laugh every time you see it. Every time, I I could not get enough of it. I was like, I think we should just leave this up year round, just so every night I can watch this thing fall over in the front yard, and it just for whatever oh reason goodness. falls in the funniest way. Um, in any event, uh, but yeah, maybe if you've got that professional look and it looks really really sharp, and you, it's an asset to the home to be able to show it off that way. That's pretty cool, but yeah, I think you make a great point, Angie. Like, be prepared for the extra hassle of redoing pictures yeah. if it doesn't sell. Right. There's the no way to time the market perfectly, you know, yeah. and to say, all right, you're going to get your home sold in three days, 10 days, 50 days, you know. Um, yeah. So yeah, just be prepared. I mean, it's a, it's a little bit similar in a different way to like if you have your pictures taken with a bunch of snow all over the place because, hey, you can't control the weather. And no, then, you're correct. You're you know, correct. Now, now go into the spring season if your home's sitting there, you know, yeah, any you new pictures. Snow pictures. So, and that happens and, sometimes, you know. Mm-hmm. It does. I've noticed on some listings, Angie, they put, um, uh, they'll actually include shots of the home from different seasons. Which I think is kind of a cool look. Like if yeah. if it's an asset in the fall that you have like a yeah. really pretty property with all the leaves changed, even if you're selling it in the spring, they'll throw like a a fall picture in there to show you what that looks like. Um, you know, in a different season or something like that. I think that's kind of that's kind of neat. Is that something that you guys? Uh, I would do just. Or? I would just be careful, though. Um, yeah. You know, sometimes we have sellers that say, "Well, our home looks best during the spring," and so they want to share spring photos with us, but we're listing in the fall. It just looks unnatural, you know? So it's okay if your grass has turned brown, you know, as long as overall landscaping is presentable and looks nice. It doesn't have to be the best of best because the buyers aren't expecting that, you know? Their current property probably looks the same as yours. Um, So I don't know. I feel a little funny about using 
wrong time frame pictures, <laughs> wrong You'd seasons. Like it to reflect sort of real time. I would, I would, okay. yes. You've been listening to the Savvy Realtor podcast. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Angie Cole. She's the owner and broker in charge of A. Cole Realty here in the Triangle. And if you have questions for Angie, we invite you to go online to acolerealty.com. Listen to past podcast episodes on the website, read the blog and all the great information, including the option to find a home right there on the website. That's acolerealty.com. And you can also call Angie with your questions, 919-578-3128. Did you know that Angie Cole also has a radio show? Tune into the Savvy Realtor, Saturdays at noon on 106.1 FM WTKK.